Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. Ripping the ones and twos with the hottest new joints. Wanna call DJ DJ DJ? Ladies and gentlemen, it is your man DJ P Dog in the mix, back on the mic once again here on the In the Mix Radio Network. And I got a couple of things that well, one, welcome to the show. And like I always say on every show, if you guys are listening to us via iTunes, Google Play, or iHeart's Radio, please go there, leave us a comment, leave us a review, help us move up in the ratings a little bit, give our show a little bit more exposure, and uh, we'll be greatly appreciative of anything that you may have um, for us there, all right? Hey, listen, man, this is Slam It or Jam It. And um, on this episode of this particular show, what we do is we review music. Who are the we that I'm talking about? I'm talking about my man Ben Barry, my man Jay Roach. Ben, what's going on with you, bro? Living life, America. Just bought a Google Chromecast in a vacuum today, trying to do adult things. I I went and did my taxes today, so, you know, you need to... (laughs) <laughs> did, did, did that three weeks ago, buddy? Okay, okay, okay. Getting getting it out of the way. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Got my man Jay Roach in the building. Jay Roach, how you doing, my brother? Man, I'm doing good. Um, I'm just mad. I gotta take my headphones in to get um, service, and I ain't gonna be able to have them for about three days. Oh man, so that's terrible. But shout out to the Apple for taking them back anyway. There you go. There you go. Steve Jobs doing his thing. Anyways. He's dead. Uh, Steve Jobs is dead. Thank you for reminding us of that. <laughs> you brought his name up. I did. And as I brought it up, I said, why am I bringing his name up? <laughs> I could go back and edit that, but I think it'll be funny. Anyways, mate, well, not funny. Lord forgive me. I'm all over the place right now. Okay, here's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the scoop. We take these songs that people send to us. And we break them down piece by piece, bit by bit, and give our analysis. Myself, Jay Roach, Ben Berry, we're all DJs doing a thing in the radio business, in the radio world, and have been doing this for a while. And so we are going to review on several pieces of criteria. And let me give those to you guys right now. We base it off of seven things. Is the song properly ID3 tag? We judge production quality, beat production, hook, content, Vocal presentation and overall presentation. Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, the question is, do we slam it or jam it? And we are going to get right into it. The song that we are going to be judging today. Okay. All right. What's okay. The song that we're going to be judging today, ladies and gentlemen, is by a North Carolinian. His name is Carlton Jones, and the name of this song is called Brighter Day. We're going to play a clip. We're not going to play the whole song. We're going to play the intro, the first verse, and the hook, because it's a very long song. We're not going to play the whole thing. We're going to get you guys a quick listen, and then we are going to get, <laughs> get into our review right here on Slam It or Jam It on DJ P-Dog in the Mix. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Past my head as fast like, like a, a Formula, Formula One in that Indy. 
uh, you get it 500 better get with it My crown is at that finish line With that check and flag of a winning My halo got that glow From Jesus, he's the light, yo He's living inside of me And everything that I need When I'm lost like a sheep He keeps finding me Yeah, he never ceases to amaze me Woke me up, called my name And sacrifice, save me uh, Watch me in my mother's womb When I was just a baby For me in seclusion That darkness couldn't face me Mom pushed me out to this world I saw the light It was cold and bright And your boy was crying, right? Now I'm reborn again I hope you see the big picture It feels like a brighter day I'm brand new Alright ladies and gentlemen, there you guys have it, that is Carlton Jones, that is Brighter Day, and we are going to jump right into it. I'm going to look at the first piece of cry. oh by the way, I, I got to give the quick tease real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, don't leave, because after we get done reviewing this song, um, which shouldn't take us too long, after we get done reviewing this song, we got some things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um, Show Baraka versus Lifeway. We're going to talk about Chance the Rapper and some things that happened at the Grammys. And I'll dive into a few more topics. So please stay tuned because that's coming up right after we review Carlton Jones. And the first piece of criteria that I want to get into is, was the song properly ID3 tagged? Um, when I look at the MP3, did it have the artist's name, the song title, album art, and some form of uh, contact information? And he passed that with flying colors. The song was definitely properly ID3 tagged, but that is not what gives us the opportunity to say slam it or jam it, although that is a great start. Let's see where we go with number two. I'm going to give it over to my man, Ben Berry. Ben Berry, talk about the production quality of this song. Talk about the intro of this song and the overall mixing. Go for it, buddy. What do you got? Couldn't tell you. Intro's too long. They make it to the rest of the song. The intro was too long. I got things to do. Joe's long. Joe's longer than Batman versus Superman. Oh my it, god! It, like, <laughs> like the young man, uh, Mr. Jones, got skills on the uh, the saxophone. It just, I believe, it was like a fifty-five second intro, and like any DJ in the business, anybody, just unless unless you already have fans, unless you always already have a following. They're not gonna pay. They're not gonna give you that time of day to listen to the song. Like I, I, so I eventually did after like maybe a week or so listen to it. I just thought you kept sending me the wrong song. <laughs> but, uh, the, the the sax, the sax saxophone. It was like... too overpowering. Well, it was he... too, too long of an intro. Then it was too overpowering, and it just it did not mesh well. So I, I agree with you on that. And here's the thing. It actually, because there's a video to this song, and I got here in my That's notes, you know, oh my gosh. I got to hear in my notes that the intro was, was very long, um, almost a minute, which is way too long for no words to be spoken. But I will say this. It made more sense watching the video to this song um, because, again, it is Carlton Jones himself who's playing the sax. And I will say um, to that critique, maybe do a radio edit with a shorter intro. Um, and then it didn't, you know, we, we'll dive into this here in a minute, but I didn't feel like the sax um, piece really meshed well with the entire song, um, which really goes right into our number three piece of criteria, the beat production. Jay Roach, what did you think about the um, the beat itself, the instrumental? Uh... I thought it, it was rough. I'm not going to lie. After we made it through 55 seconds of, um, you know, Lisa Simpson, you guys are cooking with all cylinders tonight. That's <laughs> what I'm talking to the about. Point, the burners the are on. The beat kicked in, and it didn't make any sense. Like, the beat, the if you make me wait for 55 seconds for a beat to kick in, I need my face to be scrunched up with the ugliest face possible. That yeah. did not happen with this song. It, this, I was expecting to incorporate the saxophone with the main beat, and you just made it make all the sense in the world, but that did not happen. 
it just changed up the whole vibe of the song and it didn't work for me. I could dig that. I could dig that. Um, <clears throat> it, it's funny because we keep talking about this saxophone piece. So the, the the number four piece of criteria is the hook, um, and the hook was the sax. And um, yeah, it again, it 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 felt like two different songs. And it's not saying. And here's the thing, because here's what we're not saying. Let me. Let, well, let me speak for myself. You guys can chime in. <laughs> yeah, speak this. for yourself. I'm gonna speak for myself. It the sax did not sound bad. He's he's actually good on the I'm I like saxophone, I like good music, I thought it was good. Again, it just didn't fit well. It was kinda like putting that that square peg in a round hole kind of situation. It just didn't fit. Right. Um there was it didn't connect and it felt like two different kind of songs. Um and actually the sax part, although it was good and I'm a fan of the classics. It felt like it came out of the 90s. And so I don't know if that really connects with today's um, hip-hop sound. But those are my thoughts um, when it comes it to the It have hook. a living single vibe to it. You're <laughs> right. It had a living single vibe to it. That saxophone. I thought it was, I thought it was a sample myself. So At least as far as I know, that was him. So that's what, I mean, it was, like you said, it was well done. But it just didn't fit, especially what we was trying to do when it came to the verse. Yeah. Content of the song. I, I would ask Ben Barry this, but he didn't make it past the the, the, um, the intro. <laughs> nope. Um, I thought, let's see what I got in my notes. Um, see, you don't got anything either. Keep well, I, I do. I've, I've got a sentence here. Um, I thought the content was... <laughs> You laughing to make it seem worse than what it is, bro. The I thought the content was was pretty decent. Um, I thought it was pretty clear what he was talking about. Again, is this is what a lot of people got to understand when you create music. You know, this is this is one of my pet peeves, guys. When it comes to Christians who make music, they they get so caught up with the content. That they forget that there's a whole creation, creative process to a song. It's not just the content. Granted, it's cool to start with the content and know where you want to go. And I thought Carlton had some really good content um, in this song, but the content for me was so overshadowed because I was already thrown off by the the structure of the song. And so when you don't have a good structure of the song. Is very hard. Now, here's the problem. Here's where my problem kicks in. And I'm not saying that this is Carlton Jones' issue. Maybe. I don't know. But a lot of times, guys, especially from the rappers that I've heard here in North Carolina, will get that okay or that stamp of approval to push forward with their product because everybody only heard the content. And they had this, 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 there's this misconception of, Man, if I'm talking about good stuff, specifically if I'm talking about Jesus, then it should overshadow how bad it is structurally. And I think we forget that we have to create from start to finish a product that, one, in my opinion, represents Christ well. Um, and again, Carlton, if you listen, I'm sure you are. Don't take any. I'm not throwing any shots or throwing any shade. But the thing is, guys, and this is for any artist doing any style of music, your entire presentation has got to make sense. Like, everything has got to make sense from beginning to end. Content, for me, is huge. But if you've got good content, but sonically you're off or it doesn't make sense, then I could care less about the content. Like, I, I can't hear your content because I'm hearing the, the presentation that the content is on. And so you got to make sure that you take that time to create from start to finish this this product. It's kind of like baking a cake. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't got that sugar in the cake, um, eh, it's not going to be that good. It might look good. It might even smell good. But it might not taste good because you ain't got no sugar in it. You feel what I'm saying? Like you can still bake no. a cake with no sugar. <laughs> Come on, man. You can still, but you can bake a cake with no sugar. 
Don't no don't ever give me a cake with no sugar. Exactly. That's, that's the end of a fr- that's the end of a friendship or relationship. But, I will lay hands. But here's the thing. If I got that cake in the oven and you're smelling that cake, it might smell like a good cake until you taste it, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like I think that the content is the taste. Everything else is is the is is the I got it's got to smell good, it's got to look good. So by the time I taste it, it makes sense. I don't know. Is that right? Just like uh, Swoop said in one of his uh, his joint cell phones and lighters, he was like, "Excellence in music is good ministry." Like he put extra effort into making dope sounds, making dope content because they know people are drawn to great music that's put together well. So it's not just like you said. You can put Jesus in there all you want to, but if that if your presentation is off and it's whack, I'ma throw it out just like the next man will. Yeah. Yeah. Hey um Jay Roach, let me ask you this man. What do you think about his mm-hmm. vocal presentation on this song? Like how do you think he presented himself on the record? Content aside, the way the sound is aside, how do you think he present like do you think this guy actually has a chance to to make it in the rap game? Honestly, man, I think that's the bright spot of this whole thing. Like, we, we kind of keep keying at, at the saxophone and how it don't make sense together, which I'm not backing away from that at all because it don't make sense. But when it, if we separated that, um, the verses, well, it's no hook, but if the verses by themselves, bro can actually rap. Like, he can actually rap. He presented his, uh, his ideas in a concise manner. Like, he had a good vocal inflection. He kind of kept you, uh, once he got you in those verses, he definitely draw your attention and like, he's kind of, all right, broken, broken rap. So there is hope for him going forward. Um, as long as he can grab some people who maybe have an ear for production that he might not have. Yeah. But he can definitely rap. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you on that. Now I got to ask Ben. Barry. I think, I think, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I think, he ha- there is a place for it, especially after Show Baraka's track "Excellence," where he called it trap jazz. If you get around the right producers, the right sound engineers, the right people, I think it's definitely a place in the market for. Him. So, Show did mark that too, though. He 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 killed that. He did. It, <laughs> he it was, did. The beat, it, it, and the beat was the beat was dope too. Like, oh, I guess yeah, was, like, when it's done right. Well, don't jump the gun too quick because we're going to get the show rocking here in a second. But we're, we're, what was your question, Pete? So my question is, bottom line, okay, we're we're 15 minutes into this. We've given our critiques. Bottom line, overall presentation. Does the song have replayability? Would you slam it or jam it, Ben Barry? What you got? Slam. <laughs> All right. Um, Jay Roach, what you got? <laughs> <man>? Word. <laughs> um, I'm gonna slam it, definitely. I'm gonna slam it. And I think um the takeaway from this from this slam for Carlton Jones is the fact that we like, bro, you can actually rap. I believe you're talented. And um I'm open to hearing another track from you, or hopefully you've taken the critique that you hear here and applied it to your next song or your next project or whatever, so we can jam the next one. There you go. So honestly, my vote really doesn't matter. Um, I feel like I want to opt out, but I, I can't. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to slam it as well. And again, going back to, I think my main two things is, one, everything, the sound has got to make sense. Everything's got to flow well. And then two, with that long intro, it just doesn't fit well for radio. Um, it's just not. It's just not radio ready. And so, um, yeah, um, so there's there's three slams. Carlton, hopefully you take these words. Um, and, again, take them as encouragement, bro. We've got some music where dudes don't need to be on the mic, straight up. Um, True. And, and it's hard. And, and if anybody's been following this show, it's been really hard to even do the show because some of the stuff that, we've, that I've gotten, I don't even send to these guys because it's just that bad. Um, and so – Carlton, the fact that you actually made it onto the show is a stepping stone, and hopefully you take this as a, as a good critique. So there it is, um, three slams. But ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. You guys heard the song. You can, um, you can tweet me, 
Facebook me, Instagram me at DJP Dog. Let me know whether you would slam it or jam it. I'm going to put this episode on my website. You can go to my website, DJPDog.com, and you can comment in the comment section on what you think of this as well. All right. Um, so we got a couple of things that we want to jump into here because you guys just talked about Show Barack a little bit. Um, I don't know, like, have you guys been keeping up? Well, ha- are you guys up to speed on what's been happening with Show Barack and his album, The Narrative? Yeah. When it, when it comes to Lifeway. So let me get let me get the listeners caught up here. I've got the article pulled up here, uh, according to the one website, who I'm not putting over on my show. Anyways, it says that um, there was an incident that happened um, where in one of the songs that Show Baraka has um, on his album, The Narrative, Piano Break, um, Show has this line where he says, I was an insecure boy who just thought he was a genius, but always pissed off. Be- the- uh, I'm not a rapper. But always pissed nope. off, that's because I thought with my penis. And so because he had that line in there, apparently someone um, who bought the project at Lifeway heard it and complained about it, and Lifeway decided to pull um, Show Baraka's album from, um, from the shelf. Now here's the thing, in this article I'm reading, apparently this was not the first time that this has happened. Um, here's what Lifeway, the, the spokesperson for Lifeway said. Uh, said, Lifeway has a responsibility not to carry resources with content our customers consider inappropriate. Um, this is Marty King from the um, Lifeway people, blah, blah, blah. Um, and of course, they said after receiving complaints about some language, they decided to no longer carry it. But this wasn't the first time that this happened. Um, this happened before there was a book that they carried and the lady who um, wrote the book um, had yeah, to work for Jaina yeah back in 2012 Arthur, Arthur Rachel Evans had her book pulled for using the word vagina um, yeah I wonder how many people just turned off their, how, how many people just turned off this show just because we, we said penis and vagina I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, hopefully they know where it came from, bro. That's not what we are here to talk about. So apparently, Show believes um, that this was something much deeper. Um, he says that the moment someone like me communicates something like this, who's the one being censored now? Um, he believes that this is a double standard, uh, especially when it comes to evangelicalism. And um, in America, here's my thing, guys. First of all, I want to tell you guys a quick story very quickly. There's a story of um, a young woman who was married to a young man and this young man died. Right. And the young woman was um, afraid that she would be a castaway or whatnot because she didn't have any kids, um, specifically a male son by um, her husband who had just died. So she ended up marrying her, um, uh, the, the brother, her brother-in-law and her brother-in-law <laughs> would not get her pregnant. And so she ended up, um, going to sleep with her father-in-law, like tricked him into believing that she was a prostitute, slept with him, got pregnant, the whole bit. That story is actually found in the Bible. So my question is, my my question is, and I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm. This is a dumb question for you guys. Just asking the question like, have you guys ever read your Bible? Man, the Bible is filled with so much drama, bro. Like honestly, honestly, because the first thing people think about is Song of Solomon, bro. Let's talk about like David, bro. Like this dude, and I don't want to go on this rant, but the the I want to get to the point. This dude straight slept with a married woman, got her pregnant, tried to trick her husband into sleeping with her. That didn't work. Had the dude killed and and then marrying her and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you got stories like this all throughout the Bible, bro. So what, what I don't understand these people who are so quick to jump down the throat of an artist 
who, in my opinion, at least I, I would argue for Show Baraka. I can't really argue for the the lady who wrote, you know, that word in her book. But I can say for Show, I felt like the context of what he was saying, you know, wasn't terrible. You know, like it wasn't some outlandish garbage just saying it just the sake of saying it for shock value or whatever. What, what do you guys think about this? whole situation with show Baraka and Lifeway. What are your thoughts? Jay Roach, you first. I think he's gone. Uh, okay. <laughs> what do I think about it? <laughs> this um, got his mic on, on, my, on me. Oh, you good. You go you ahead, go, man. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I think it's sad. Um, I think it shows that like, it's sad. It shows that People with power at the end of the day still don't want. Like, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable, or this makes my client base feel uncomfortable. So, yeah, we're 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 not going to talk about it. We just we're oversee it, and like, it. <laughs> why do people have a bigger problem with the word penis than like some of the things going on in America? Come on, whether bro. it's an uh, unarmed kid getting Cut. shot, listen, or like, or like, like anything, go, like you have a bigger problem with the word penis than a lot of things going on, and it's a, it just shows like, hey, I'm in this comfort zone. I'm gonna stay in my comfort zone, and like, it's so many worse things. <laughs> So I, many yeah. worse things. But and the that's, thing is, that's... the thing is, who who's their audience? Like, look at Lifeway. Who's their audience? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a difference between who your audience is and like doing the right thing well, or that, the wrong thing. Well, I think in there in light to Lifeway's defense, I think they thought that they were doing the right thing because let's be honest here, guys. Again, I don't know. Do you guys ever visit Lifeway Bookstore? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, I probably go. First of all, I probably go into a Christian bookstore in general, maybe once in a blue moon. Okay. Well, you're a heathen. Maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I am. But here's the reality, <laughs> at least where I'm from. Okay. When I go into a Lifeway bookstore or any Christian bookstore for that matter, one, as a christian guy i see a lot of content that's there that i think could be beneficial you know but as a african-american christian i don't see a lot of content that's there specifically for me because i'm not their target audience okay let's be clear their target that, that's audience very, that's very true that's very true but i don't even think it's that bro come on you, you know those are the people he, who complain well, no. Yo, no, I hear what you're saying. What I'm saying is, he the, the line was, I was pissed off because I used to think with my penis. That is what every male that's between zero nine and, and twenty-five, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. Yo, that's every male. Like, so, like we we could just take away the African American or the minority aspect of it. Well, here's my problem. It's, 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 it's little white kids running around with the same problems. Teenage, Come on, teenagers, bro. young white males in college and, and, same, going through the same thing. So I'm looking at it through that aspect. If you want to bring it to – it's not reaching out to a certain demographic, so black black America or uh, Latin well, America. Like, my thing is yeah, – that, that definitely plays a role as well. I feel like it's those people, bro. It's that demographic of people – that have held the Christian music industry hostage, okay? It's these same people who complain about a word like that in a lyric of a song in a, in a full body of work that will, that will come down the throat of a guy like Lecrae when he wants to sway away from the, you know, the, the, the tap dance to speak on social issues. It's that crowd. Okay, is that those are the the people who are 
holding guys like all these artists, man. Like this is the that whole Lifeway crowd, the the CCM world, the the Winter Jam crowd. They're all the same people, man. And I think that these people are so uptight with their little box and their little bubble that anything that comes into this little bubble that that breaks that whole situation apart, hey man, we got to get that out of there real quick. That's how I feel. It's kind of like, again, if he would have been, if he would have said this for the sake of saying it, just for shock factor, ah, uh, okay, bro, you might you might want to tone it down a little bit. Like I, Corey Red used to do that. Let's be honest here. Right, but you ain't right. seeing no Corey Red at no on a CCM radio station at a Winter Jam or being sold in Lifeway. It's not happening. Okay, I don't care if you black, white, whatever. He ain't playing in no Christian videos like that with, with the stuff that he's got. But I feel like there was artistry in the way he said what he said. And I think that there's a lot of people who can, uh, where that line may have resonated with them. Because it may have been like, yo, man, I get it. Matter of fact, you know, that's something that I've been thinking through and struggling with. Let me figure out a way to, to look. now that I see you wrestling with it, now I, it can kind of help me wrestle with it as well. Like, I feel like it's real life stuff. You feel me? And, and that's my thing with the whole idea of it. I got a, like, I got like four thoughts. Hey, how many, um, how many people was actually like, yo, let me go to Lifeway to get a new show Barack. How many people were actually going there to buy it? How many did they, did they actually pull? That's what I want to know. Did you pull three, like out of every store? Like how much? How much did it really affect show? Right, that's, that's one. Go ahead. <laughs> Two, show Baraka is not the like the, the crowd you you were just talking about that um that uh what's it called the youth camp crowd, winter jam crowd, crowd CCM world. He's not for that. He has a song called Thirty and Up. <laughs> He's literally you telling you this is not for you. And also, it should tell you it's not for kids. Right. This is, uh, I mean, and I feel like it's blown out of proportion um, for one reason. Um, it's like you could have just put it to the side, like, we've gotten a warning. This might have some graphic language. You didn't have to pull it from the shelves to make it, like, to make it a thing. I mean, it's just, it seemed like a knee-jerk reaction to something that was small. No, bro. Like, and in, finally, in that, no, man, in those circles, you... You got to have those knee-jerk reactions because here's the thing. This particular crowd, they are powerful people, bro. And I'm not talking about necessarily political power. They have power with their dollar. And if Lifeway gets a group of people who are like, yo, we're boycotting you because you got this in your store. Come on. Who do you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to do? Because you're right. They don't have a line wrapped around the building trying to get that new show Barack album. He's expendable. Right. You know, so I, I don't think that it hurts show because I think the people who's going to buy his record is going to buy his record. I mean, heck, I haven't went to Lifeway to buy any CDs of any kind. So, you know, I don't think that it really hurts him. Um, I think it would do more harm to, at the end of the day, business-wise, I think it would do more harm to Lifeway to keep it in there. But my, my thing isn't even about Lifeway. Like, I understand from a business standpoint, they got to do what they got to do. It's that crowd, bro. That's what's got me bugged out. It's that crowd that, that a lot of our rappers feel like the only way I'm going to make it, I got to go to that crowd. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's got me bugged out because they don't even realize, bro, when you you saw it happen to Lecrae, you're seeing it happen to right. show. Okay. Once you get that crowd on your side, bro, you got to stay right in their mold because the moment you get out of it, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. And he even made the point. He kind of answered back. Like, I just uh, finished watching it. He was like... The video. Uh, yeah, if, if he's like, if people, they don't understand where I'm coming from or where we're coming from when we say these type of things then maybe we don't need to go, go to them with our product. Maybe we need to have our own outlets. There you we go. We need to have our own distribution. And then I was like, yo, P-Dog is going to love this. Brothers have been saying this, like, forever. Like, he we said need it. More than, more than just one or two uh, blogs. Like, if they don't – Lifeway doesn't understand this, cool. You don't have to bash you or anything. You go that way. You play what you need to. 
but what show Baraka said is valuable. It needs to be mm-hmm. spoken. So we need to figure out a way to get that out. I agree, man. I agree. And I, and I, I, I mean, I think for Humble Beast, because that's the label that show is on, they've been doing very well. I think they've been doing great without a Lifeway. Um, does it help them a little bit? It, it gives them a little bit more exposure in front of that crowd, but thankfully that's not their core audience. Those aren't their hardcore fans because I think Humble Beast has a core fan base. I think Show has a core fan base. I think they're going to be fine. Um, right. You know, if anything, I understand from a business perspective why Lifeway had to do what Lifeway um, did. But going on, I, I want to speak on. I got these two hot topics, man. One, let me let's talk about Chance the Rapper. The Grammys just happened. Chance the Rapper, congratulations to you, sir. Won um, best new artist of the year and best um, rap album of the year, I believe it was. Um, yeah. yeah. And so that's big one because he did it on a free mixtape. Um, which is very interesting. That should tell a lot of artists something big time, okay? Um, but what he also did at the Grammys is he performed a song, um, one of his songs off of his album, and he had some gospel singers, and they were singing um, to the tune of um, How Great Is Our God. How Great Is Our God, which I thought was, like, brilliant. First of all, when was the last time you guys saw a gospel singer performing during the Grammys? When? Uh, I don't watch the Grammys, so... Well, it hasn't happened, sir. <laughs> it hasn't happened in a long... Actually, I don't know if when it's ever happened, to be honest. I'm sure it has happened, but I'm sure it's been so long ago that we don't remember. But that's neither here nor there. What's up? I was about to say, it had to be someone huge. It had to be like a Kirk Franklin or like maybe Toby Mac, but like we would remember that. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't recent. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It wasn't recent. So, Chance is up there. He's talking about God and, you know, even thanks God. Of course, everybody thanks God. You know, so that don't really count. But he's blatantly singing about God. And, and I'm like, man, this is amazing that on this platform, God is getting his just due. Especially after years of the Grammys doing like, you know, you had the whole gay marriage ceremony during the Grammys. And you've had all kinds of stuff happening that were very questionable very out there okay very sacrilegious and whatnot and then you have this that happened which i thought was a win but i go to my timeline and i see a lot of people giving negative comments and one guy even went as far as saying this that because kirk franklin and tamala man two gospel singers sang with chance the rapper during this bit and this one particular gentleman said that Kirk Franklin and Tamala Mann straight up were in sin for performing with Chance the Rapper. What, what do you guys think about that? Uh, what's this guy's name? It doesn't matter. He's an idiot. That's all I got to say. I'll tell you his name. No, 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 no. I'll tell you his name. I'll tell you his name. I'm glad that. I'm going to tell you his name because a lot of people will know this guy because you heard him on the hook of Lecrae's song, don't waste your life. I'm talking about Cam. He made that statement. Really? Oh, well, um, I'm sorry. I did like Cam's music, but that's still pretty dumb to say, in my opinion. Uh, it's maybe that's in the book. Uh, I made I made up Hebrews. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people just writing out what what it is and what it's not nowadays. Uh I can understand if you don't agree with it or if it's something that you wouldn't do, but like, I'm what's not like, yeah, like it's definitely not that. So it, I don't know. Maybe just angry people. It's a difference of not agreeing with something and something being wrong or something, not agreeing with something and it being and something being a sin. Just because you don't agree with something doesn't mean it's necessarily a sin. And that's just what it comes down to. Yeah. Hold that thought. Not, Hold that thought. Hold that thought real quick. I'm going to pick it back up. My batteries are dying. Give me one second. <laughs> you don't work. It's all good. He'll come in when he comes in. <clears throat> but, yeah, so talking about Chance the Rapper, um, what did you think about the performance, Jay Roach? 
I think I think it was cool, man. Like, um, I, I don't agree with um, I don't agree with everything Chance does. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think we, I think it was a dope performance, man. Don't get me wrong. And uh, bringing Kurt and Tamla man out there, man, was a dope look. Uh, well, I think what I don't think was a dope look was whatever kind of pants that Kurt Franklin had on. Oh my god! Not sure what my man's the capris. <laughs> yeah, I got so much respect for Kurt Franklin, man. I really think this man is like a genius. But like that, I, I lost a little. Bit. <laughs> I came. I lost a little bit of respect for this man last night. Like, come on, Kurt. My thing is, you know, my thing is, guys, and I'm not talking about this guy's pants. Um, Although, Kurt Frank's not even a singer. I don't even know why he was even there. I mean, you know, it was a good, great bit. Great showing. Great. Kudos. But here's the thing. He's the greatest ad-lib of all time. Hey, he's the hype man, man. He's the hype guy. But here's the thing. My question is, why do we, and I say we because I'm talking about Christians, why do we always look at the glass as half empty versus it being half full? And I say that to the point of, you know, instead, like, cats were debating all day. Oh, man, is Chance the Rapper a Christian rapper now? Our church is going to try to start booking him. Uh, what is his walk like? Oh, man, I don't know, man. He ain't showing no fruit. And it's like, guys. He was talking about how great our God is. Are you kidding me? Not a song that he made up, but a song that most of us sing in church on a Sunday morning. Right. You know, it's like, guys, why can't you say God was at the I mean, granted, God is at the Grammys, but God was put on display at the Grammys and... Maybe there's someone that Chance the Rapper through that display of artistry can be reached where we as Christian people who sit in our great seat of judgment and we've got it all togetherness can't reach. I mean, honestly, look at look at where Chance is coming from. He's from he's from Chicago and there's there's a ton of chaos going on in Chicago. One to see one of their guys win not one but two Grammys, that's already a great look. But to see that guy put God on display in that matter, maybe maybe that can send some hope to Chicago instead of sending right. freaking feds down there. What the heck, man? So it bugs me out, bro. And it's the same group of people who will say, get Joe Baraka's music out of Lifeway. That, that you know, that... That will say, oh, man, I don't know about this guy. I don't know about his fruit. Is he a real Christian? I don't know. And here's, my, here's, here's what ticked me off the most. Here's what, and I, I want you guys to chime in on this. Here's what ticked me off the most about that comment that Mr. Cam made about Tamala Mann and Kirk Franklin being in sin. According to that logic, because he said this on Facebook, according to that logic, should he even be on Facebook? Because last time I checked, Facebook wasn't a Christian organization by that logic should we should we as christians work on secular jobs because as far as i'm concerned granted yes what tamala man and kirk does with any christian musician or any christian period whatever you do as work should also be a ministry tool as well should we not work on quote-unquote non-christian jobs or or do business with non-christian businesses i don't know man where where do we where do we draw the line here do we? Do I don't we, know. Howard Stern pays my bills, so whatever. <laughs> but okay, so I do mean, I? Do I condemn it, it you? Be, it would be no serious X. It would be no serious XM without Howard Stern. You're so. absolutely right. No, shout out to Howard. I never met him, but you know, hey. if he walked away, I'm pretty sure the company would crumble. And hey. you know, I like being able to eat. That's a good thing to do. Eat. I mean, yeah, I got a roof over my head. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, but is, did a Christian guy make that roof? I don't know. Hey, it don't matter. Do you, you do you pay rent to right a, now. do you pay rent to a Christian guy? That's so, and I'm saying hey, that sarcastically. I, I, don't, I don't I don't know if they believe it or not. I just know it's warm and it's cold outside. <laughs> My thing is, where do we draw the line, guys? 
Like, why do I feel I, like we place this this standard on musicians and the artists who are Christian? Why do we place this high standard on them that we ourselves outside of that can't hold up to ourselves? Why do we do that? Why? Give me, help me out, guys. I, help me out. I, I honestly think it's like, I'm not saying this is Cam, but I think it's some salt, man. I really think some of it is like, some genuine concern about is anybody um, helping can't um, helping help a chance to grow as a believer, and if that's the case, man, that's a genuine question to ask. How can we help him grow? Because that's what we all I mean, we all need to be growing. Yeah, I think some of it is genuine salt. Like that should be me up there. <laughs> like I think that especially when it comes to the Lecrae and this new Todd Dollar Sign record, like Todd, I mean, he's getting. Um, salt's on in his direction, and I'm pretty sure people have been hating on Kirk for rubbing elbows with these famous rappers. So, like, I, I think it it's it may be a little bit of concern. I say maybe fifty fifty, but a lot of people are just hating because they think it should be their opportunity. And if that's the case, then that's the reason why it's not your opportunity. Well, I think I, you know to to their credit. I mean, to their you know playing devil's advocate here just a little bit. A lot of the people who are saying these things aren't artists themselves. Like, I, I feel like we as Christians, we do a great job, bro, of, of holding those stones in our hand. And we're just so ready to chuck them. And it's like, guys, we don't know where Chance the Rapper is. We don't know where he is with his walk. All I know is this. This guy was bold enough to utilize his platform in that manner. And I got to say, we've seen him do that before. So it's not, now granted, some of his songs that you may listen to might be straight, I don't know about that. I don't think that's good content for my kids to listen to. And and so on and so right. forth. I mean, you put Show Barack in that same category. So there you go. But I think that, you know, you can't judge, you can't judge one action based on Another, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I, it's so many levels to this, in my opinion. Uh, I feel like anyone that's followed Chance or heard his music before, like, yo, it's great what he did. You know, he's gonna say, he's gonna shout out his Lord and Savior. You know what he believes, but you know all the content in his music isn't great. Right. So, like, right. I don't know for anyone jumping, like, oh, yo, let's get him in church or let's get him to this event or this or that i feel like they just they they just blow with the wind whatever's new whatever's hot like hey this will attract people yeah and i don't now, i don't people, agree with that persuasion either no now for people that's getting on facebook or twitter or whatever like if you have a legitimate legitimate concern cool definitely understand that putting it on facebook is probably not the way to go about it. keyboard warriors bro that's i don't what know these try, people try, are yeah like like Try to reach out to the person. Hopefully, if I make it big, hopefully people ain't, yo, I don't think he should be doing that on Twitter or Facebook. So I just don't think that's the way to go about it. Now, if people are just jealous or salty, as Mr. J. Roach said, uh, they should probably take the tampon out. Can oh. I say that? Oh. <laughs> or, all right. That, that's even a little hard. I don't know. We might have to pull it. Just got, we might have right, to pull him. Take the sand out of their vagina. There, I got pulled from Lifeway. <laughs> Hey, listen, here's, going you know, on. here's the thing. Let me make something perfectly clear here. I'm I'm about to be 35 years old, bro. Okay? That's it? I'm about to be 35. And and this is the 45. 2017 version of the DJ P-Dog in the Mix show. Listen, the gloves are off. I, I, I told people a while ago, this is not a kid-friendly show. Okay? We try to keep it family-friendly as much as possible. But this ain't for your youth groups, people. Okay? This is this is for the mature audience, okay? Just want to put that disclaimer out there. Here's the bottom line, guys. I, I honestly don't care anymore. I'm not getting booked by any churches anymore anyways, so it doesn't even matter to me. <laughs> so, you know, nobody's – I'm not on anybody's string, okay? That, there it is. And the churches that do book me will, will be cool with what we're talking about right now. So – don't expect me at no youth groups anytime soon. Um, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, man. I think my, my issue is, bro, we're so quick to throw that stone. And again, we see the glass is half empty versus half full. Listen, God was put on display. I, you know, we had this argument earlier today with some guys. And I say, guys, at the end of the day, it comes down to the heart. And I, I don't know where Chance the Rapper's heart was. I don't know where Kirk's was. I don't know where Tamla's was. I saw what I saw and I said, man, that's dope. Um, Because the reality of it is you could do some really good things in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, but your heart be so far from him. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. You can have a jacked up life, but you be like, man, you know, I love the Lord. I want to do things right. And I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? And God will say, you know what? Your heart is in the right place. It might not look like it like what some Christians will say it should look like. And I think that's the biggest problem that I have. People say Chance the Rapper is not that guy. He's not a Christian rapper. You know, if he's claiming to be a Christian, his Christianity should look like this, 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 and this. And if he's doing this right here, that's a problem. These are the same people these same people pointing their fingers, yo. These are some of the same dudes that probably struggle with all kinds of things behind closed doors. We can't be so quick right. to throw that stone, man. Like, if anything, let's say, okay, we see where this dude is at. Granted, according to the scripture, he might not be all there, but guess what? Let's rejoice where he is and let's pray that God takes him further. Instead, I see all these other conversations. You know, so I, I wanted to get that off my chest because I think we as Christians, Christians make me sick, bro. Christians make me sick. And I, I wanted to dive into this on this episode when it comes to politics, when it comes to the Christian Democrat, the Christian Republican, because they make me freaking sick to my stomach. Okay? They make my stomach turn. And I didn't want to get on this. But I feel like we as Christians, we get caught up emotionally in so many things that if it doesn't look like we want it to look or we think it should look, then it's just bad. There's no good in it at all. And I think that's a problem. Like there are literally some Christians who will look at what Chance the Rapper did and say, man, it's all bad because he's got this, these few songs or these 10 songs or whatever that say this, this, and this. So, yes, what he did was terrible. You know, and so I, I just think that my, my stomach turns when, um, when I see all this. And I, I didn't want to go on too much of a rant, but there it is. Um. <laughs> Any final thoughts on that? And I want I want to move on to this final topic before we get out of here. Uh, Chance Chance had the best album, the best project last year. Show Baraka was number two in the hip hop community. I got no qualms with that, my brother. Yeah. I, I now now here's 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 what I want to talk about, and I want to end the show here because I think again. It's this Christian music bubble. It's this Christian hip-hop bubble. It's the worst. And I think it needs to be burned to the ground. And here's why I say that. Last week, my guy, my friend Lecrae, was down in Houston. And he went to go visit this radio station that plays exclusively, uh, mostly Christian rap music. I'm talking about engine radio. Yes, I'm putting them on blast. I don't care. They're not paying none of my bills. Nothing that I, nothing that they do matters to me. But they this one DJ, she's God bless her heart. Okay? Let me let me st- let me let me start there. Say God bless her heart. I read her comment that she posted on Twitter and I felt like her heart was in the right place. But I feel like this was the most ridiculous and outrageous comments that I've ever heard from any DJ ever, all right? And and the reason that I'm, I'm a little PO'd about this is because it was retweeted by a guy who is a friend of mine. He may hear this, love this guy, but I thought he was an idiot for retweeting this. Chris Chicago, that's what I'm talking about. I'm calling names here, taking the gloves off. So one of his DJs tweeted this post, and I'm going to read a part of it, and I'm going to tell you guys why I got an issue with it. This is what she said. I can't really put into words how it feels to meet the man who made your job possible. 
Okay? It goes on to say this. Without Lecrae and his music, I don't think engine radio would exist. I think a whole genre of music would probably still be buried, waiting for someone talented enough to dig it up. What do you guys think about that's, that? That's, yo, that's so disrespectful to the OGs and Christian hip hop, man. Like that's, that's so disrespectful. Waiting for, see, you remember they they got it they they got it Andy a couple of years ago for saying that um, Christian hip hop was before with corny. She's saying basically the same thing. Now I don't understand what Andy was saying back then, but they they ate Andy alive for saying that joke. So basically, I mean, I understand what she's saying. I understand. That Lecrae pushed things forward, so to speak. But this was the engine a, a, a been out. It hasn't been a while. It hasn't been out that long. But here's well, Ben. What do you think about this? Because I I gotta I gotta I gotta let you guys talk for a second. Because I'm feeling the blood pressure um, rising up a little bit. I mean, do they still exist now? I, this I've is, never listened to them. Uh, well, this is they, they're out of Houston. They're out of Houston, and I, Houston's here's the thing: Houston's a big market for the. Um, I go, my fault, my fault. But here, you know who should be pissed off about this the most? Cross movement, no, the true, no, flame, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you who should be pissed off about this the most. My guy Tadashi, T Bone Tadashi, and here's why. Because he has a show with them, he's got a show with them. <laughs> he's got a show on their station, okay? And this young lady, God bless her heart, starts off with saying, I can't really put into words how it feels to meet the man who made your job possible. First of all, let's be honest for a second here. Who needs radio to listen to Lecrae? Who? Nobody. Nobody. You don't need radio. Unless you got the exclusive. Unless you got the exclusive. I don't think anyone does. I think the amount of people that listen to Lecrae on the radio is less than 1%. So let's be honest. Your job's not made possible because of one guy. Then you go on to say, without Lecrae and his music, not anybody else's music, okay? Lecrae and his music, I don't think engine... Radio would exist. Now, here's the problem that I have with it. It's twofold. One, do they play Lecrae 24-7? Probably. Because that's, well, that's the only way that that would really work, is if they're literally playing Lecrae 24-7, and they got all their listeners and fans listening to them because of that. See, that's sad. it's sad on so many levels, man. It's like, like um, Ben was just saying, like, there's so many other people that came before Lecrae to make the make even his 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 run like where we are now possible. You know what I'm saying? Without people getting kicked out of churches, that run of them being in churches would not have been possible. And for somebody who's I'm not sure who said that John, maybe it's just her opinion, maybe she was just emotional and misspoke. Well she was absolutely honestly, emotional. Man, she's she's absolutely I mean, she's she goes on and talks about the only thing she could say to the guy when he came into the station was "thank you." Um, but it, again, God how, bless her heart. How was the whole genre? How how was the whole genre? What genre? Hinged on one man. If that's the, what that's, that's don't 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 burn it to the ground before. I'm just saying hypothetically, if it is a genre, if please, it, it, if it, it, it is, is a not, genre, let's make that clear. Uh, how many? How many? How, was the whole how many Christian hip hop? How many Christian hip hop categories did you see in the in the Grammys? Okay, go ahead. Uh, nah. I'm just saying, how is that whole thing hinged on one person? If that's, just, if that's the case, that's a sad state to be in, bro. That it's one person. That that's and it's not. And then you got we just na- we just named all of these people who made a way for him, and how many people that's making forward music right now? Exactly. Like it's my, I'm not the biggest KJ Five Two fan, but this man busted out on many doors. Toby Mac, you know what I'm saying? Like even like you said, Tadashi might not be as popular as um, Lecrae, 
But that man being right beside Lecrae during this whole process is probably the reason why they still standing as it is. So that's disrespectful on my front. So maybe she dismissed both. No, she somebody well again. It, she deemed to be maybe she did a mis- huge thing. Maybe she did misspeak, and you know what? I'll give her that. But my issue comes with Chris Chicago retweeting it. We're talking about a guy who prides himself on having one of the number one Christian hip hop radio shows on the planet. Like how 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 did he let her get this through? That's what I don't understand, and I think that's the problem with this whole Christian hip hop thing. We've placed an entire fake genre on the back of one guy. And now we feel like we don't even... Listen, I will say this. Let me say this. Okay? Because I don't want nobody thinking that I'm coming at Lecrae. Okay? There was a time in my career where I literally, literally had a job because of Lecrae. Period. Point blank. That's what it is. I can't... Listen... This man had me on shows, bro, where he didn't get a dime and would take care of me and the crew, okay? So, yes, I could say that. But if you are a ra- – I can't say my radio show exists because of Lecrae. That's ludicrous. That's absolutely ludicrous, okay? Luda. <laughs> but this is the problem with Christian hip-hop, bro. This is what I'm talking about. We. This is where we're at right now. Everything is hinged on one guy, and now apparently we've got another guy. Now we got Chance the Rapper because there's a lot of people who are jumping on that bandwagon now, saying, "Oh man, maybe he should." Listen, if Chance the Rapper put out a Christian record right now, I promise you, most of these people who dog Lecrae out would jump on that bandwagon. Which is corny. And and it's it's this is ridiculous to me, bro. Like it's it's absolutely we're we're going from Lifeway kicking the gospel rapper out. We're going from Chance the Rapper is this, that, and the third and doesn't have the right pretty much to say anything about God because he's not bearing fruit to a whole fake genre of music being placed on the back of one guy. This is where we're at, folks. Welcome to Christianity. What did she, What was Lecrae's response even to, I mean, I guess maybe he didn't get that whole well, I don't process that was going on. She missed. Uh, I don't think that he heard her say this, but I, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing off, man. Like, again, how many people done put in work for the genre? Like, how many people that's working that even reach? Like, let's just take that part. How many people that work there worked on Lecrae's albums? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just crazy that you put all that weight on one man, and it's not even fair to Lecrae. Like, that's not even fair to him. But. It just seemed. I, I was like, "What con- when you, you send it?" I was trying to read it, and like, "What context is this in that this makes sense?" I don't like, know. Come on, my, my, people don't even listen to Lecrae. That they're all huge hip hop fans. Like, nah, I just he's not really my favorite. And there's days on my show, and I do kind of cater towards a uh, uh, a youth youth group audience sometimes at, at points during the show. There's days I don't even play a Lecrae record. Because there's so many talented artists out here that's doing their thing. Thousands of artists that are doing their thing. Making quality music day in and day out. And we, you put all of that work, I mean all of that emphasis on one person. I feel that's like you got to do your job and, and break some more artists. Yeah. Instead of just riding the coattails of that one. You one. Put some other people on, maybe you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have to um, follow, make, wait for one person to make a move. So you have something to talk about on your show. I mean, I, you know, I think I, I think I probably wouldn't even have much of an issue with this if she would have said Reach Records. But she said Lecrae right. and his music. And again, it's not her that I've got the biggest problem with. I got a problem with Chris Chicago retweeting this foolishness. I think this is ridiculous, man. I think in 2017, in 2000, listen, back in 2005, 2006, heck, man, back in 2002, 2003, when I first started doing this, there wasn't, I mean, granted, you had your top tier groups, but you didn't have one group. You didn't have one guy. And if this is where we are in 2017, this is the telltale sign of where we are. We need to shut it down. We need to shut it on down and and, and either start over or call it a day. That's where I'm at. If we're, if, if it's one guy, okay, if it's one guy, 
who's the the guy in in this quote unquote bubble of Christian hip hop. It's a wrap. We're done. It's all over, folks. It's over. You know, that's 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 my story here. Let me let me ask you guys just before you give your plugs. The, you you both of you guys are single guys, right? <laughs> yep. I'm out here solo. Ben 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 Barry, you're single, right? I feel like you put me in a situation. I don't know when this will be posted. I might have a girlfriend by then. Realistically, I won't. I'm loving this single life. That's good. Let me let me give you guys a piece of advice. You guys need to go back here on the radio show and listen to my Valentine's Day special. I gave the entire... No, I'm good. No, listen, listen, listen. I gave no, the good. entire story on how me and my wife got together while we were in college, the whole drama, everything that took place leading up to our first date. Okay, I gave the whole spill. It's very interesting stuff. You guys got to go check that out. Okay, so I'm, no, I'm good. You you I'm should check it out tomorrow. I think it's very entertaining. I think it's great. And I it's won't all for Valentine's Day. While you guys are probably sitting <laughs> at home doing nothing for Valentine's Day, you know I was enjoying hey. my Valentine. And anyways, you guys, I'm I'm trying to tell you guys just so you give you some hope. I'm trying to give you some hope. hope. I got plenty of hope. I'm a, I'm a catch. The NFL might not know what a catch is, but uh, look at you, me. That's work, a catch. You work for Howard Stern. Come on, son. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for joining me here on the show. Ben, why don't you give everybody your social media plugs real quick? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, letter I, letter M as in Mary, Ben Barry. That's I am Ben Barry. Get at me. You can follow me. I won't follow back. Such a smug guy. Such such a... No, there's artists like such a gentleman. People, people, that, that's a catch for you, right? People be begging for follows. I'm not gonna oh follow you just gosh. because you follow me. They're chomping at the is. bit. Ben Barry, please follow me. Please follow me, Ben. Oh my gosh! Y'all see what I had to deal with P Dog for four years of college? Did you go follow Carlton Jones on Twitter? You should go do that. Jared Roach, Jay Roach, give us your, your social media plugs. Yo, you can hit me up on Twitter at JNE252. Same thing goes to Instagram as well as Snapchat. I'm going to be on Snapchat all day. Well, by the time you guys hear it, it's going to be over. But I'm going to be throwing shade on Valentine's Day just because it's funny, not because I'm better. I want to put that out there. And you can find me if you follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be reposting. Okay. You're right. (laughs) I'm going to be reposting all my show, um, what comes on. So if you think that the genres only revolve around one person, I'm going to prove you wrong this weekend. Come on, brother. As I do every weekend. Every weekend. So, you can give me a... Hey, AJ Roach. What's good? AJ Roach. Do you, you enjoy not changing diapers? Because P-Dog oh. changes diapers. Man, I that love sucks. It. I got P-Dog, my... How many, hey, diapers listen, you, listen. how many diapers do you be changing? I've got Actually, my... Actually, none of us really care. I got my seed <laughs> on the earth, sir. I got my seed on the earth. You got your seed on the earth and a lot my... of poop in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> There you guys have it, ladies and gentlemen. Slamming a jam it, talking about my man Carlton Jones and an array of other issues here on the show. Want to send a shout out to my man Ben Barry and Jay Roach for hanging out with me. Of course, you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DJP Dog. Coming up here on the Intermix Radio Network, we still got the top 50 countdown. And I think on the next episode, we're going to be counting down songs number 20 to 11. And uh, we got another Intermix Radio, we got Intermix Classic. And a great deal of other things coming. Oh, yeah, I got my man Rashad King, whose album just dropped not too long ago, just a few days ago, actually. Um, He's going to be coming on to the show, and uh, we're going to be getting it in with him as well. That's all coming up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We're going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace.